So to, to gun owners out there who say, well, a Biden administration means they're going to come for my guns. Bingo. You're right if you have an assault weapon. The fact of the matter is they should be illegal, period. Ah, period. Period. He loves to say uh, period. That's, that's the president of the United States. His brain? She's a broke. She's a no good. Period. 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 How many times do I have to tell you, don't put an ellipsis in the teleprompter? <laughs> He'll read whatever's in the teleprompter. Well, happy Monday and uh, welcome after our, our extended Thanksgiving Day weekend. Hope everyone had a nice, non-confrontational, you know, the Democrats, the White House put out talking points for radical left-wing extremists who want to destroy our democracy to bring to the Thanksgiving dinner table. They've been pushing this for years. Remember, during the uh, Obama administration, they had their spokesmodel from the podium say that you should bring political fights to the Thanksgiving dinner table so that, you know, you're kicked out of your family and um, end up sleeping under a bridge in a tent given to you by a nice person. Remarkable times. We are, of course, at 888-630-9625. 888-630-9625 is the telephone number. And I have so much to get to that I'm going to just start getting to it. We, um, we have Joe Biden for you. He was in Nantucket where uh, they have their Thanksgiving traditions where they bring, you know, Hunter and he brings Russian hookers and, and Russian gangsters and secret agents and Chinese spies, and, and they have an orgy. An orgy. <laughs> That's Peter Boyle in a movie called Joe. A pretty obscure, pretty obscure reference. But they, <laughs> they have their, uh, you know, that family is such a mess. Did they have the daughter that left the, you know, the passive-aggressive kids of Joe Biden? I'm going to leave my diary full of all kinds of checkered family stuff under a pillow in my rehab facility, says Joe Biden's daughter. And Joe Biden's son says, I'm going to leave my laptop full of proof of illegal activity all over my father, Joe Biden, and his entire career. And uh, I'll just never go pick it up because I'm busy smoking crack with Russian prostitutes. You know, the, uh, if you're looking, you remember they had that Russian prostitutes peeing in beds and the videotape and the so-called dossier that was Hillary Clinton's opposition research and James Comey lied to the FISA courts to get illegal warrants to spy on. on you, you remember, you know, you remember the thing. Yeah, <laughs> amazing. If you're looking for uh, Russian influence, uh, look no further than the Biden family and and uh, and the Washington Times and and Hunter Biden and his hookers and the gangsters and and the laptop and the millions from Moscow. But pay no attention because you know they lied to us. They lied. The intelligence community lied to us. The FBI lied to us. They, they engaged in subterfuge. The CIA and the FBI, political subterfuge against the American people. That's okay, though. New York Times is good with that. So GOP to expose shady schemes of Hunter Biden beating a path to the Oval Office door. I might, I might remember. And there, that's how the Republicans should be talking about it. Look, Hunter Biden's laptop is less about Hunter Biden than it is about Joe Biden. And there's, you know, brother James Biden, Jim Biden. They're all in on it. They're all in on it. 
Why do you think they got all these million-dollar, multi-million-dollar waterfront houses on a government salary? How do you think that happens? New York Times can't figure this out. They, uh, they're uh, too busy spreading monkeypox in the newsroom. Spreading monkeypox? Uh, about, a, about a block, block and a half from the radio station here, you can go get a free monkeypox vaccine. But I think you have to qualify. How do you qualify? I think you have to claim that you're uh, non-binary or something, like the guy that shot up Club Q in Colorado Springs and murdered five people. He's non-binary. Oh, but uh, Chunk Todd was talking to the Colorado governor about that, Governor Polis, yesterday on his tragic little television show. And that didn't come up. His non-binary status didn't come up. And they still said, oh, yeah, it's because of anti-LGBTQ rhetoric. Sure. That's it. All right, let's go to uh, let's go to Joe Biden. I believe number 13, lucky 13 for Joe Biden. Joe Biden in Nantucket because, you know, Democrats keep shooting people. And uh, I keep telling them to stop that, but they keep doing it anyway. Uh, honestly, if you're a Democrat, you should be required to sign up for the uh, Voluntary Human Extinction Project. Uh, if you're a Democrat, you vote Democrat. The Voluntary Human Extinction Movement is for you. Right? And you should be prohibited from owning firearms in the United States of America. A registered Democrat can't own firearms. You're against the Second Amendment anyway. And you're against, the really, the majority of the Bill of Rights, let's be honest. And the Constitution is just a nuisance to you and your goals, your ambitions. But uh, if you're a Democrat, because the problem is not our guns, it's your son's. Am I right about that? Of course I am. All right, let's go to, uh, let's go to Lunch Bucket Joe. You guys need to stop shooting everybody. And, and this non-binary guy who uh, murdered five people and wounded many more at Club Q in Colorado Springs, Colorado, um, the news media has just erased that from the story because it does not conform with the narrative. Am I right? In fact, the headline at the, at the Denver Gazette Gender identity of suspect in Club Q shooting scrambles narrative. That's the headline at the uh, Denver Gazette. And it does. Yes, it does scramble the narrative. Because the Democrats always have a narrative. They don't see this as a tragedy. They see it as an opportunity. Never let a crisis go to waste. And never let a tragedy go to waste. And they use it to advance their already existing political agenda. And they get to pretend that they care about human life for a couple of minutes when uh, it's well established that they do not. All right, let's go to uh, number 13, Joe Biden in Nantucket. Was he eating ice cream? The maroon. What a maroon. So here's uh, Joe Biden. He's coming to uh, take away your, uh, and he doesn't know what these words mean, but he's a danger to our democracy anyway. The idea we still allow semi-automatic weapons to be purchased is sick. Just sick. It has no no social redeeming value. Zero. None. Not a single solitary rationale for it except profit for the gun manufacturer. Socially redeeming value. I'm not sure that's the standard for our constitutional rights, but uh, socially rede- semi-automatic weapons. Now, every Glock pistol is a, sem- you know, is a semi-automatic weapon. Um, if, you, um, if you have a revolver, like an Old West revolver, like John Wayne, you uh, has usually a, a six shooter, sometimes five, um, and and you pull the trigger once and it fires one bullet, and then you 
pull the trigger again, and it fires uh, another bullet. That is, in effect, a semi-automatic pistol. Certainly, it's not what we referred to because it's a revolver. But nevertheless, you pull the trigger once, um, and on models where you don't have to pull the hammer back, you know, like the forty-five caliber pistol that um, Alec Baldwin used to shoot and kill that woman on the movie set. No problem. He's paying off the, the family. It's okay. But the idea, he says, that we allow, that we allow, it's the Second Amendment and the Bill of Rights, Constitution of the United States, personal freedoms, liberty, the um, God-given right to defend yourself and your family against the, you know, Democrats crawling through your windows at night looking to do what they do, groom your children. The, uh, well, yeah, we got grooming today, too. The Democrats are very big on grooming children. And some of them are just out of the closet in favor of it now. Not so bad. The, uh, so we got the idea. So semi-automatic. So it's every Glock pistol, every 1911 semi-automatic pistol. And, you know, he doesn't know what he's talking about, of course. He uses these words, doesn't know what he's talking about. But he's not done there because there's more. Can you do anything about gun laws during a lame duck, sir? I'm going to try. What will you try and do? I'm going to try to get rid of assault weapons. During the lame duck session of Congress before the Republicans take over the House, I'm going to get rid of assault weapons and ban semi-automatic weapons. So, you know, every Glock, if if you own firearms, you probably own a at least one semi-automatic um, firearm. Right? And he's going to ban those because he knows how to do this. He's a banner from way back. You know, we did that once. It did not really have the, the desired results. Now, I, I want to share with you another story about uh, Jair Bolsonaro in Brazil. It's a country in South America for Democrats listening along. And the media hates Bolsonaro. They call him the Trump of South America meaning he's pro-freedom, pro-constitution. He's not a radical leftist, um, and so he's a bad guy. He's the villain. Now, uh, Brazil had one of the highest homicide rates, as they say, of any developed nation in the world. And lefties were running the place. There's a, a, a contentious election that just took place there, and Yel Bolsonaro uh, lost, and the lefty won. But the uh, Lula, but the uh, Yel Bolsonaro, when he, he, he was elected in um, 2018, he took over in 2019, and he immediately started doing away with draconian gun laws because they had one of the highest homicide rates in a developed nation, and the rates were pretty extraordinary. Now, the left went crazy, including the New York Times and National Panhandler Radio here in the United States. Oh, no, he's uh, cutting, uh, doing away with gun laws when they already have one of the highest homicide rates in the Western world and the developed world. Well, he cut the, uh, he cut, he got rid of lots and lots of gun laws, strict gun laws, so that God-fearing, honest John citizens could acquire firearms. And you'll never guess what happened. You, you might guess what happened, but you'll never guess what happened. The murder rate plummeted. It dropped to a 14-year low. The Wall Street Journal did a good piece on it. And, and again, all the American news media were apoplectic. They were having a little hissy fit. They were soiling their things. And, um, and the numbers were quite remarkable. Now, in 2018, the year before Bolsonaro became president, Brazil had one of the highest Homicide rates, the Wall Street Journal reported, among developed countries 
a rate of 27.8 homicides per 100,000 people, compared to five homicides per 100,000 people in the United States. I think it might be at six now. In the uh, and, and Mr. Bolsonaro, uh, give guns to good people, he said. Let people have guns so that they have the chance to defend themselves. Three years under Bolsonaro, the homicide rate dropped 34%, more than one-third, to 18.5 homicides per 100,000, rather than 27.8 per 100,000, because more guns, less crime. Guns in the hands of good guys, and the bad guys are on notice. But here in the United States, the Democrats, you know, they, they learn from nothing because it's a hardcore, hardline ideology. And they're not thinking people. They pretend to be, oh, we're for science. Yeah. Okay. Glaciers. <laughs> uh, genders. How many genders? Oh, I got a list of that today, too. And uh, Chunk Todd, a former Democrat Senate campaign staffer with his Bernie Sanders millionaire wife, uh, she runs political organizations for the radical left-wing Democrats, Chunk, Chunk Todd's wife. That's okay with NBC. Colorado has a Democrat governor named Jared Polis. He was on with Chunk yesterday talking about the massacre by a gender non-binary Democrat that shot up that club and murdered five people. Uh, I, I think what you really need to do if you're serious about reducing these kinds of gun violence events and mass violence events is try to take the best ideas from, from all sides that work. Of course, it's about mental health. Of course, it's about gun policy. Of course, it's about anti-LGBTQ rhetoric. Of course, it's about anti-LGBTQ rhetoric. Of course, it's about mental health or mental illness, which I think defines the Democrat Party in the 21st century. Um, and I've got some numbers for you on mental health that I want to share with you because they're very, very important. Very important indeed. These extraordinary numbers that I've collected just for you, and I will share them with you. You're going to be uh, talking about it at the dinner table. It's that good. Did you know that banks can legally confiscate your money to bail themselves out? There's one, uh, one catch. It's got to be during extraordinary times. Well, the economy and the world and the shape we're in now with Joe Biden, don't you think we're in extraordinary times? Probably time to call 888-446-5320 to get your personal wealth protection guide. Because my friends at American Alternative Assets are standing by to help you protect your retirement savings by rolling your IRA or 401k into a gold IRA. The fact is, you can hold physical gold and silver in your retirement account while maintaining its tax-deferred status. So call today, 888-446-5320 to get your free wealth protection guide. This guide will answer all the questions you have. Protect your savings, your nest egg now, before it's too late. Call American Alternative Assets at 888-4GOLD20 to secure your free gold and silver guide today. 888-446-5320. Individual results may vary. There's no guarantee that past performance will be indicative of future results. Yeah, I've got some mental illness uh, stuff for you. Might explain the whole Biden election and a lot more. How many genders are there? 
I have a list. I have a list. Out of San Francisco, the city government there, they're trying to give away free money, other people's money. And uh, this is a... Uh, it, it even had me howling over the weekend. I was like, wow, this is growing and growing like a, like a tumor. Let's go to... Uh, let's go to the telephones. We've got... Um, more on that and a lot of transgender stuff because Democrats are very, very confused. Let's go to Tammy calling from the great state of Georgia. Tamster, you're on the Chris Plant Show. Hi. Hi, Chris. Hey, um, Tammy. I just wanted to say all, all this Joe Biden stuff, um, he's a dictator, first of all, okay? Uh, a puppet dis- dictator at that because somebody's pulling his strings. Um, the other thing is every candidate who is up for presidency to be made to read the Constitution, comprehend it, because Joe Biden right now is in violation of his oath, and he should be impeached and tried for treason. <laughs> Just to put the, you know, the uh, the uh, the cherry on top. I, uh, I mean, as you said, he's a puppet. He's he's too dumb to actually uh, be making any decisions having to do with anything that's relevant, right, Tammy? That's right. He, he's <laughs> somebody behind the scenes is pulling his strings. I mean, he everything is written down for him. Right. Who to call on, what questions they're going to ask, the responses. Let me check. Who am I supposed to go to next? Uh, where's my little uh, three by five index card with my toy? Uh, because basically, you know, intellectually speaking, he's a jellyfish. All right. I agree. He walks around bumping yeah. into door frames and pieces of furniture, and and his arms don't move naturally when he's walking. It's like there's something wrong with his brain. And you can tell just when he's walking. And I, I kid you not, yeah. I, I've spoken to neurologists about this. Sorry, Timmy, go ahead. <laughs> That's okay. Uh, I just, uh, you know, I really am so pissed off right now because of the way this country is going. You're not alone. The people at Merriam-Webster's Dictionary, where they occasionally change definitions because the Democrats want the meaning of words changed from time to time, like sexual preference, Merriam-Webster's changed their online dictionary after Amy Coney Barrett used the term sexual preference, and they changed that to offensive because the Democrat Party is shockingly corrupt in George Orwell's nightmare, the Democrat Party. Um, but the uh, Merriam-Webster, they came up with their their word of the year for 2022. And it is gaslighting. Gaslighting. Because it happens to us all year long these days. It's, you know what, I think we're, we're going to have to we're not quite at the end of the year yet, but we're going to have to do some of our favorite sound bites of the year. And I got to tell you, Michael Beschloss, the presidential historian, is right up there in the rankings with if the Republicans win Congress, your children may be arrested and killed. Your children may be arrested and killed. I don't think most Democrats are probably OK with that, um, you know, as long as it's for the greater good of the and the glory of the state, because uh, that's uh, that's the important thing. But let's get back to these these gun nitwits. These dimwits, these dim bulbs, these, these, and Joe Biden, 
It, it, it's it's crazy that we allow people to still sell semi-automatic weapons. And and if you gave them like a chart with uh, different firearms on it, I'll I'll bet you a dollar he would get an F in his effort to identify which firearm was which. What's an assault weapon? What is a semi-automatic weapon? He doesn't know. That's how dumb he is. And he's the president of the United States because mentally ill people voted for him. The idea that we allow semi-automatic weapons and we're going to ban assault weapons, which he can't define either, in the lame duck session of Congress. And uh, there is a another radical left-wing threat to our democracy, David Brooks. Uh, um, and he types up pieces for the Democrat Party and the extreme radical Davos international left uh, in the pages of the New York Times. And he's been doing this for a long, long time. I believe he actually lives in Washington, D.C. But they pay him a lot to lie for the party. And he was on the television over the weekend on the panhandler broadcasting system. Who was he on with? Judy Driftwood? I believe so. With uh, the Driftwood herself? And um, very dynamic personality. And, and her pallor is, uh, might lead you to you know, pull out the paddles and ask people to stand back. Eh. Um, but here's David Brooks on Panhandler Broadcasting. Taxpayer-funded Democrat Party propaganda. And no Republican raises an eyebrow about it. All these years later, for how long? A decade and a half. I've been saying Republicans need to step up and kill funding for the Corporation for Public Broadcasting. You know, uh, Ken Burns... As he's going to do fine without the taxpayers. Judy Driftwood can either find a job somewhere or move under a bridge with all those other people. But here's David Brooks of the New York Times, and um, he's talking about guns. He hates guns, and he's willing to, you know, give up liberties uh, in exchange for security. See Benjamin Franklin. President Biden spoke about red flagging that the, you would find somebody you think is is potentially dangerous, and we would be able to authorities would be able to go in and take guns away. That would take a gigantic culture shift in this country, a, a revamping of the way we think about privacy, a revamping of the way we think about the role government plays in protecting the common good. I think it would be something I think would be good not only for to head off shootings. But good to live in a society where we, we cared more intimately about each other. And I would be willing to give up uh, certain privacies uh, for that to happen. He's, see, this is, this is how it happens. This is it. This is uh, slipping toward authoritarianism or authoritativeness, as Chunk Todd said yesterday. He said, he said he thinks that the Chinese communists are an authoritative regime. That he said they pay him a million dollars a year for uh, as, uh, an authoritative regime. <laughs> yeah, you know, it's close. Uh, but he's uh, willing, New York Times, perfectly willing to give up privacy, revamping of how we think about privacy in the United States of America. They are authoritarian, not authoritative, as Chunk might say. They are authoritarian in their orientation. It's kind of like a sexual preference, but it's a political preference. And their preference is to be authoritarian or totalitarian because they're not liberals. They're the left. And the Democratic Party isn't. And the left is coming for your rights. How many times do I have to say it? (laughs) 
And uh, so here's New York Times. David Brooks, he's an award-winning journalist. They pay him great sums of money to come up with this stuff. And then he's on the Panhandler Broadcasting System with fellow lefties, and they all sit there looking. You know, they try to strike an intelligent pose while they agree with each other in the little circle fest of authoritarianism. And, well, I'm personally willing to give up my privacies. Well, then, uh, you know, then uh, give me the password to your email. <laughs> well, not me personally, but here's uh, David Brooks of the New York Times. And, again, uh, revamping how we think. All we have to do, because a gender non-binary Democrat in Colorado Springs shot up an LGBTQ club uh, and murdered five people. It's time to do away with privacy. See, because every crisis is an opportunity. Never let a good crisis go to waste. And they most certainly don't care about human life. Send another check to Planned Parenthood. You know, they're killing off 40% of the black population in America. And uh, white supremacists could never come up with a scheme as diabolical and racist as the Democrat Party's scheme. And Margaret Sanger, the eugenicist racist, they give out awards with her name on it. Hillary Clinton got one. Hanoi Jane Fonda got one. David Brooks, he's a privacy shrivacy. He couldn't care less about the Constitution, the Bill of Rights, privacy, your rights as an American, God-given, not given by the state. But David Brooks views things differently. For many Americans, that would just be a massive cultural shift to to regard community and regard our common good and more, frankly, in a European style. I think it would benefit our society in a whole range of areas, but uh, it's hard to see that kind of culture change to a society that's been pretty individualistic for a long, long time. Time to do away with individualism uh, and this individualistic society must come to a screeching halt. And privacy? Overrated. Now, why? Why is he having this um, inner monologue out in public? Why? Why are we hearing this from him? Well, because Democrats keep shooting people. So ban Democrat firearm ownership. And then yeah, that had solved 90% of the problem, roughly 90% of the problem. That's an estimation. Uh, but I have done math on this over the years again and again. Uh, why do you think the Democrats want to guarantee to the, the vote to every incarcerated criminal in America? Because they think it would be a big win for the Republicans? No. They're fighting to uh, guarantee the vote, you know, when you're convicted of crimes and you're in prison. Uh, one of the things, one of the freedoms you lose is your right to vote. And the Democrats are restoring the right to vote for convicted criminals, and they're trying to get the vote. Uh, you could always appeal you know, if you're that interested, and that's fair. Um, but they're trying to get the vote to every incarcerated mass murderer sitting in Supermax today because they, you know, they've done uh, their research and they know that prisons are filled with people that would vote for them. And that's why they release criminals all over the place, too. There is a Democrat senator by the name of Chris Murphy, and uh, he was on CNN. And they're, gosh, they're all talking about the same thing. Isn't that a coincidence? Did you see that video making the rounds over the weekend of all the media people using exactly the same language at different stations all over the country, parroting the exact same talking point? It goes on for minutes, and they're all saying the exact same thing. Um, and it's all, you know, the Democrat Party talking points. So here's Democrat Senator Chris Murphy 
Uh, say, well, God, well, gosh, I'd really like to ban the Second Amendment, but we might, might not be able to get 10 Republicans to go along with us in the Senate. I'm glad that President Biden is going to be pushing us to take a vote on an assault weapons ban. The House has already passed it. It's sitting in front of the Senate. Does it have 60 votes in the Senate right now? Probably not. Um, but um, let's see if we can try to um, get that number as close to 60 as possible. If we don't have the votes, then we'll talk to Senator Schumer and maybe come back next year with maybe an additional senator and see if we can do better. With maybe an additional senator, because they're still counting votes, you know. In Georgia, we got a runoff in there. They got a racist uh, uh, campaign against uh, Herschel Walker uh, because, you know, uh, pretty amazing. Pretty amazing stuff. Yeah, we'll have maybe have one more. We'll have 51 instead of 50. And then it still doesn't get you to 60, moron. But here's the thing. They know that they're not going to get 60 votes on a a ban, on a weapons ban in America. Um, And they don't want to. They want to fight about it and accuse people of things. And, you know, while their sons continue to go around shooting everybody. And this non-binary guy, he's non-binary. And, um, oh, speaking of which... And we have the, uh, <clears throat> you know, this this polis we played him already. The uh, governor of of Colorado, he says that it's about LG, anti-LGBTQ rhetoric, right? It's about anti-LGBTQ rhetoric. But the the uh, isn't non-binary under the umbrella of LGBTQ, isn't it? Because this guy that shot the place up is non-binary, and I believe that's on the spectrum. That's under the, the rubric, under the umbrella. Um, pretty amazing stuff. And, you know, they, they love this anti-LGBTQ rhetoric talking point. That's a Democrat Party talking point. And there is a, a lunatic at NBC Fake News. By the name of Kat, K-A-T is her first name. I assume she's a woman. I would hate to be wrong about that. Kat Tenbarge. Tenbarge is her name. Like she, um, you know, has uh, ten barges. Her name is Kat Tenbarge. And Kat Tenbarge tweeted because a non-binary guy went into a club in Colorado Springs and tried to murder everybody and did murder five people. Cat Tenbarge got on the Twitter machine. Also, you hear that Elon Musk may be making public, and he should do it today. Uh, all of the internal Twitter back and forth on banning free speech on the lead up to Election Day, having to do with Hunter Biden's laptop. That you know, every all the internal Twitter stuff to show that they were involved in a a vast left wing conspiracy. That's a VLWC. That's a vast left-wing conspiracy. But let me get to this because that would be a very good thing. Now, the Democrats, as we know, are completely insane. There is a lefty uh, pastor giving a a sermon in the U.K. in London, Cambridge, and uh, he claimed that Jesus was transgender and that the Roman... The Roman soldier stabbing Jesus on the side with a spear created a vagina-like wound. I'm not making this up. This is true. Worshippers left in tears as Cambridge Dean claims Jesus may have been transgender. 
in a row over Jesus Christ's wound having a vaginal appearance. These people are very severely mentally ill. This person should be taken away for his own good. Then Kat Tenbridge, NBC News. And this is a pretty amazing thing. She's the culture and technology or culture and something correspondent for NBC fake news, Kat Tenbridge. She wrote, because the non-binary guy shot up the club in Colorado Springs. She wrote, Tucker Carlson, it's their usual list, Tucker Carlson, libs of TikTok, that's, uh, you know, TikTok uh, people that make fun of liberals, etc., just etc., 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 etc. Create a stream of content blaming trans and queer people for child grooming, but rarely or never feature actual victims of child grooming. So wait a minute, they're victims? If they did, they'd have to reckon with the fact that many survivors are queer and trans themselves. Now, wait just a moment here, Skippy. Um, So they create a narrative. First of all, she refers to the children as victims and survivors, but then says that it's okay because the survivors... Many of them are queer and trans themselves, right? Now, how does that make sense? <laughs> so, so you're saying that grooming works. Is that what you're saying? She's saying out loud, Kat Tenbridge of NBC Fake News is saying that, <clears throat> that grooming works. And if you're Tucker Carlson or Libs of TikTok and you point it out, uh, you're not reckoning with the fact, and they have had... Uh, uh, survivors of your insanity, your gender insanity on, just by the way. And there's more on this. There's more on this because the woman is nuts. But she's a you know, highly paid NBC News correspondent. And I've got more for you on that. Right about now, seasonal excitement or perhaps seasonal dread is really starting to settle in, especially if you're a small business owner. But it's not too late to get your holiday mailing and shipping under control with Stamps.com. See, Stamps.com is your one-stop shop for all your shipping and mailing needs. You get access to U.S. Postal Service and UPS services that you need to run your business right from your computer at home, at the office, on the road. No lines, no traffic, no parking, no hassles for you. And if you need a package pickup, you can easily schedule it through your Stamps.com dashboard. This holiday season, trade late nights for silent nights and get started with Stamps.com today. Sign up with the promo code PLANT, that's me, P-L-A-N-T-E, for a special offer that includes a four-week trial plus free postage and a free digital scale. You can thank me later. No long-term commitments or contracts for you. Just go to Stamps.com, click on the microphone at the top of the homepage, and enter my last name. Yeah. Uh, these people are these people. Well, you hear the rest. This NBC News correspondent, and then San Francisco, you know, where the treat is no longer rice aroni. Yeah, NBC News has this woman working for them as their tech and culture reporter. Kind of a strange lane. Tucker Carlson lives of TikTok, etc. Create a stream of content. No, you guys actually create the stream of content. 
blaming wrong trans and queer people for child grooming. No, but rarely or never feature actual victims of child grooming. She calls them victims. If they did, they'd have to reckon with the fact that many survivors, they're called survivors, are queer and trans themselves. Well, if there's, were they before you guys got to them? That's kind of the thing here, you see. I've interviewed survivors of CSA. CSA. We had to, we had to get our uh, left-wing decoder ring out. Child sexual abuse. She's interviewed lots of child sexual And grooming. So grooming exists, according to NBC News. She's interviewed a lot of survivors who were abused. And several of them were trans and non-binary. That's because you guys are raising it. You guys are selling it. You guys are pitching it. If you raised them to play football, they might play football. You raise them to be transgender and non-binary, they might be that way. She then continues, even more identified as gay, bi, or pan. Pan? Is that a nonstick spray can of uh, stuff? That's Pam. All of them supported LGBTQ people. Religious conservatives would hate them and damn them to hell. You don't know any religious conservatives. They don't really care, but you do. Um, This is, I got to tell you, this is mental illness. This is very severe mental illness. And it is uh, all too common, all too ubiquitous. And I have some numbers for you on that uh, today as well. I'm going to compare and contrast mental illness and, um, you know, forced incarceration then and now. Every story eventually comes to an end. This June, hear the final episode of season two of the hit podcast series, In the Red Clay, Durham. In the Red Clay tells the unbelievable true story of Billy Sunday Burt, the most dangerous man in Georgia history. In the podcast that people are calling riveting, incredibly moving, captivating, and addicting. Binge seasons one and two of In the Red Clay now, wherever you listen.